Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hi friends, it's Thursday. That means this is a mixed drinks episode where I touch on a couple of topics rather than sticking to just one. So today, number one, fruit is on my mind. And number two, the Barbie movie and the going to the movies experience in general. And then number three, why I don't like the word quirky. All right. So number one, it is the middle of summer. I am eating my weight in fruit every single day. It's so good. I It's so hot. And all I want to do is eat delicious, juicy peaches and strawberries and blueberries. And it's almost grape season. Grapes are at their peak ripeness in August. I cannot wait. Grapes are my all-time favorite fruit, one of my favorite foods. And the thing about fruit that I think is interesting is it's one of the only things, produce in general, is one of the only things that gets cheaper when it gets better. So usually when something gets better, you're paying more, right? You pay more for a car with more features than a car with less features, or you pay more for the fancy restaurant where presumably the food tastes better than the less fancy restaurant. That one's up for debate, right? Sometimes very inexpensive food can be very delicious, but you pay more for an article of clothing generally that's better quality. If you go get your haircut somewhere, you know, if that person's really good at haircutting, they can usually charge more than the person who's not that good at haircutting. But with fruit and produce, when things are riper and riper, that sounds funny. When fruit is at its ripest is when it costs the least and when it tastes the best. And I just think that that is magical. It's so exciting. I should actually look at my grocery budget and see how much is fruit lately because I mean, I always like fruit and I eat it all year, but I am going to town lately. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. I get so, I know I talked about this on the last episode, but I get so caught up in the idea that spending less is always better. Like it's such a default mode to look for ways to cut spending that I really have to remind myself the places that I would like to spend more. I would like to spend more money on fruit. I would like fruit to be a significant part of my budget because it is a significant part of my life. Anyways, we'll move on. I just had to, I just wanted to tell you that I've had fruit on my mind lately and how much it costs. And I think it's interesting. Okay. The second thing is I went to see the Barbie movie like everyone and like everyone, I loved it. I thought it was so good. It was really funny. It was really clever. It was just really pretty. All the costumes and the wigs and the hair. And it was just really fun to watch. And I liked it a lot. I haven't been to the movies. Mm, I don't think I've been to the movies since the pandemic started. And before that, I think I've been to a movie theater. So counting the Barbie movie, I think that was my fourth movie in the theater in the last 10 years? Hang on. Okay. Actually, I just looked it up. Actually, in the last 15 years, I have been to the movies four times since 2008. In 2008, I went to see the, the Batman movie with Heath Ledger. And then I went to the movie theater to see the RBG documentary. And then I went with my mom to see a movie that she wanted to see. And then I went to see the Barbie movie. So that's four times in 15 years. I don't have anything against movies. I'm just not a big movie fan. I like TV shows because that way, if I like it, there's a lot more that I can watch. There's 10 episodes. If you like a movie, then it's just over. And if you don't like a movie, they're kind of (laughs) long. So I watch a few movies at home too, one or two a year. I like to watch maybe a Christmas movie around Christmas and, oh, and we usually watch a romantic movie around Valentine's Day and just try to watch a classic, right? Like Made in Manhattan or When Harry Met Sally, something like that. 
So I kind of didn't know how to go to the movies. I posted on Instagram. I was like, how do I buy movie tickets? Like, cause I Googled it. And then you look at the times, but there's all these different sites. Like it shows you the theater close to you, but then there's multiple websites where you can buy the tickets. And I was confused about that. And so I got a great suggestion to look at like, like my employer, like a lot of employers has one of those discount portals that you can go to and you can get discounts on movie tickets and pet insurance and Usually they're not that good. They're they're kind of similar to a discount you might get through your credit card or just honestly through their web whoever's website, right? So I looked at that. We, I think we ended up paying full price. I didn't I didn't try that hard. I think it was thirty something dollars for two tickets, and then I got a small popcorn, which was ten dollars. And I know I'm probably late to this party, but I was like, oh my gosh, why is movie popcorn ten dollars for a little bag of popcorn? But it was fine. It was really fun, and I really liked the movie. And I kind of thought, oh, maybe I'll start going to the movies. That was really nice. I got to look into a pass or something. I, I want to feel like I'm getting a deal when I go to the movies. Because it still was. I mean, it was. I think it was like $32 for the tickets, $10 for popcorn. That's $42 for a movie that if I wait a few months, I can watch it for probably almost free once it's on a streaming service. So I have to think about that. Okay. And then when we were going to see the Barbie movie and we went, like we dressed up, it was fun. It was it was a whole experience. I loved it. I am sure I'm not the first person to make this comparison, but I felt like dressing up and going and seeing everyone else's outfits and just the fun energy. It was like the poor man's Taylor Swift concert, like the Eras tour. So it was just fun to be part of part of the group and part of the crowd. And it made me reflect when I was younger, I would say definitely high school and college and probably a good bit into my 20s too. I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase, not like the other girls. And it's a way of being that's like basically about making yourself try to seem cool by putting other girls and women down. It's not good. I'm not proud that I was like that. It's embarrassing. I definitely would think, oh, those popular girls spend all their time on clothes and makeup and they're not smart like me. And I would really sort of lean into not liking what was popular. So I, I, I was just telling you about how I hadn't been to the movies in a long time. And I hope that that didn't feel like, oh my gosh, do people even go to the movies? I don't even know. I'm so weird. I don't even go to the movies. I'm just telling you, like, I've been in the movies, not really my thing. Like, I know a lot of people like it, but not for me. I, I hope that didn't come across in a not like the other girls kind of way. But I used, I definitely used to have a big streak like that. I'd be like, I don't even know who's in the Super Bowl. I don't even pay attention. Like, I know I'm so weird. And I'm so happy that I've come out of that. And it was so fun to get dressed up and go see the Barbie movie, for example, and wear pink and to lean into the joy of being a part of a communal experience with someone, with other people versus turning up my nose and trying to feel cool because I wasn't a part of it. We don't have as many shared cultural experiences as we used to because compared to 20 years ago, today you can listen to any song you want at any time. You can watch any TV show, any movie that you want on demand at any time. Whereas 20 years ago, maybe more, maybe less, like you listen to what was on the radio and you watched what was on TV, right? Like on Friday morning, we were all talking about the Friends episode last night or whatever. And so when something comes along that really is a phenomenon that kind of everyone is interested in, 
I find myself wanting to lean into that and to try to have that shared experience. Like when everyone was going bonkers for White Lotus, I watched that show because other people were. Or same with Bridgerton. Remember in early pandemic days when all of a sudden Bridgerton was the thing? I watched Bridgerton. I'll be honest. I didn't I didn't like love either of those two. I totally appreciated them for what they were. They were my favorite thing in the world. But I saw the value just in having the shared experience with other humans. And the reason I'm talking about this, I do have a point here. It reminded me a little bit of some people, not all people, <laughs> in the financial independence space, in the personal finance content space. And it feels like sometimes there's this not like the other girl's attitude, like, oh, I don't waste my money on fancy cars because I'm so smart. Or I don't want to have to work until I'm 65, but that's for regular people. I'm special. And I don't like it. It rubs me the wrong way. I think I said this was going to, this section of the podcast was going to be about why I don't like the word quirky. Because it's a word that I have found that usually people use to describe themselves in a way that implies like, oh, I'm, I'm just so different. Like I'm so unique. And we are all unique. We're all humans. We all have things that make us special. But I just think it's really tempting sometimes to, well, there's an XKCD cartoon I really love. I'll link it in the show notes. And it's about someone who who doesn't care about the Super Bowl. And there's this great line in the comic that says, well, it starts, I don't know much about sports, which can be culturally isolating. So it's tempting to get vocal and defensive about not following them. Caring about something makes people vulnerable. So not caring gives you power. And I think about that all the time, all the time. So that's what's been going on in my brain. I've been thinking about that a lot. I've been really ruminating on that for the last week or so. So I wanted to share in case it's relatable. If it is, let me know. Send me a DM. I love nothing makes me happier in the world than when I talk about something on the podcast and then someone sends me a DM on Instagram about it. Because first of all, I'm just, I'm amazed that anyone listens. It doesn't feel like anyone's listening because I'm just sitting here by myself. And secondly, we all like having things in common with someone. We all like feeling like you have a thought and someone else has the same thought. That's what makes us human. So let me know if you are spending your life savings on fruit or you went to see the Barbie movie or you are a reformed, not like the other girl's person. You just let me know. Nothing makes me happier. Well, one thing that makes me happier and it's when people leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. So if you haven't, you know what to do. I've been sitting at 69 reviews for a couple months now and it makes me laugh every time, but I think it's time. I think it's time to get to 70. You could be 70. You could go right now or not. It can wait. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having such a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. 